through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for Friday, October 30th. The first segment, Psalm 88, Proverbs 30, Obadiah 1. Psalm 88. Oh, why don't you pray with us, please? Dear Heavenly Father, I humbly come before you, Father. You are an awesome God, full of mercy and grace, faithful and forgiving. You do not give me what I do deserve. You have mercy on me. You give me what I don't deserve, grace. My saving faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who was crucified, died, and rose again. My obedience, my love and obedience to the Son of God. Give you thanks for our Father's grace that he gave his only begotten Son to cover the sin of the whole world cause of his love for us. These are our utmost obedience to him in prayer and reading his word, to learn his ways, to love like Jesus did, to be bold for God through Christ, in Christ, live like Christ when your persecution comes, and it will come. Honor the Lord in your words and your actions. Be bold for the one who died for you. Be thankful for all he did. Honor the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. As we open up your word and read your word to you, you open up our eyes, open up our heart, open up our mind, open up our ears to the truth, the truth of who you are, the truth of who we are, what you purposely made us for, to live the life that you meant for us to live. Give us knowledge, give us wisdom, give us understanding. In his holy name we pray. Jesus Christ and Nazareth. Amen. Psalm 88. O Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before thee. Let my prayer come before thee. Incline thy ear unto my cry, for my soul is full of troubles. My life draws nigh unto the grave. I am counted with them that go down into the pit, I am as a man that hath no strength, free among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more, and they are cut off from thy hand. Thou hast laid me in the lowest pit, and darkness in the deeps. Thy wrath lieth hard upon me, thou hast afflicted me with all thy waves, Salah. Thou hast put away my acquaintance far from me. Thou hast made me an abomination unto them. I am shut up, and I cannot come forth. My morn is my reason of affliction. Lord, I have called daily upon thee. I have stretched up my hands unto thee. While thou shalt wonders to the dead, shall the dead arise and praise thee, Salah. Shall thy loving kindness be declared in the grave, or thy faithfulness in destruction? Shall thy wonders be known in the dark? and thy righteousness in the land for forgetfulness. But unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Lord, why castest thou off my soul? Why hidest thou thy face from me? I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. While I suffer thy terrors, I am distracted. Thy fierce wrath goeth over me. Thy terrors have cut me off. They came round about me daily like water. They compassed me about together lover and friend hast thou put far from me my acquaintance into darkness psalm 88 amen proverbs 30 the words of Agur, the son of jacob even the prophecy the man spake unto ithiel even unto ithiel and you call surely i'm more brutish than any man and have not the understanding of a man I neither learned wisdom, nor have the knowledge of the holy. Who hath ascended up into heaven, or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name, and what is his son's name? As thou canst tell. 
Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. And thou, not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Two things have I required of thee. Deny me not before I die. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny thee, and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal, and take the name of my God in vain. Accuse not a servant unto his master, lest he curse thee, and thou be found guilty. There is a generation that curses their father and doth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes, and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords, and their jaw teeth as knives, to devour the poor from off the earth, and the needy from among men. The horse leech hath two daughters, crying, Give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, for things say, not it is enough. The grave and the barren womb, the earth that is not filled with water, and the fire that saith not, it is enough. The eye that mocketh at his father and despises obey his mother. The ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it. There be three things which are too wonderful me. Yea, for which I know not. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent upon a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with the maid. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, I have done no wickedness. For three things the earth is disquieted, and for four which it cannot bear. For a servant when he reigneth, and a fool when he is filled with me. For an odious woman when she is married, and a handmaid that is heir to her mistress. There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. They answer are people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. The conies are but a feeble folk, yet make their houses in the rocks. The locusts have no king, yet go they for all of them by bands. The spider taketh hold with her hands, and is in king's palaces. There be three things which go well, yea, four are comely and gone. A lion which is strongest among beasts, and turneth not away for any. A greyhound, and he go also, and a king against whom there is no rising up. If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, or if thou hast thought evil, lay thy hand upon thy mouth. Surely the churner of milk bringeth forth butter, the ring of the nose bringeth forth blood, so the force of wrath bringeth forth strife. Proverbs chapter 30, Amen. Obadiah. The vision of Obadiah. Thus saith the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a rumor from the Lord, and an ambassador is sent among the heathen. Arise ye, and let us rise up against her in battle. Behold, I have made thee small among the heathen, thou art greatly despised. The pride of thy heart hath deceived thee, thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, that saith in his heart, Who shall bring me down to the ground? Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, and though thou set thy nest among the stars, thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. If thieves come to thee, if robbers by night, how art thou cut off? Would they not have stolen till they had enough? If the grape gatherers came to thee, would they not leave some grapes? How are the things of Esau searched out? How are his hidden things sought of? All the men of thy confederacy have brought thee even to the border. The men that were at peace with thee have deceived thee and prevailed against thee. They that eat thy bread have laid a wound under thee. There is none understanding in him. Shall I not in that day, saith the Lord, even destroy the wise men out of Edom, and understanding out of the mount of Esau? And thy mighty men, O Timon, shall be dismayed, to the end that every one of the mount of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. For thy violence against thy brother Jacob's shame shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut off forever. 
and the day that thou stoodest on the other side, and the day that the strangers carried away captive his forces, and foreigners entered into his gates, and cast lots upon Jerusalem, even thou wast as one of them. But thou shouldest not have looked on the day of thy brother and the day that he came a stranger. Neither shouldest thou have rejoiced over the children of Judah in the day of their destruction. Neither shouldest thou have spoken proudly in the day of distress. Thou shouldest not have entered into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Yea, thou shouldest not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity nor have laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity. Neither shouldest thou have stood in the crossway to cut off those of his that did escape. Neither shouldest thou have delivered up those of his that did remain in the day of distress. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen, as thou hast done, as shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thy own head. For as ye have drunk upon my holy mountain, so shall all the heathen drink continually. Yea, they shall drink, and they shall swallow down. They shall be as though they had not been. But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. And the house of Jacob shall be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau for stubble. And they shall kindle in them and devour them, and there shall not be any remainder of the house of Esau, for the Lord hath spoken it. And they of the south shall possess the mount of Esau, and they of the plain the Philistines, and they shall possess the fields of Ephraim, and the fields of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead, and the captivity of this host of the children of Israel shall possess that of the Canaanites, even unto Zarephath, and the captivity of Jerusalem, which is in Shepharad, shall possess the cities of the south, and saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the mount of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Obadiah chapter 1, amen, through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for the first segment for Friday, October 30th, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the second segment for Friday, October 30th, Jonah chapters 1, 2, 3, 4. Jonah chapter 1. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee into Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found the ship going to Tarshish, so he paid the fare thereof, and went down into it to go with them into Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid, and cried every man unto his God, and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea, the lightning of them. But Jonah was going down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and was fast asleep. <laughs> so the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God, and so be that God will think upon us that we perish not. And they said every one to his fellow, Come, and let us cast lots, that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us? What is thy occupation, and whence comest thou? What is thy country, and what people art thou? And he said unto them, I am an Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid, and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Then said they unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought and was tempestuous. And he said unto them, Take me up, and cast me forth into the sea, so shall the sea be calm unto you. For I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to bring it to the land, 
but they could not. For the sea wrought and was temptuous against them. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, hast done as it had pleased thee. So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and made vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Jonah chapter 1, amen. Jonah chapter 2. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, out of the fish's belly, and said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with the bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption. O Lord my God. When my soul fainteth within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came in unto thee, into thy holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and I vomit out Jonah upon the dry land. Jonah chapter 2, amen. Jonah chapter 3. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet, Forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For the word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything, let them not feed nor drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn every one from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works, and they turned from their evil way. And God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. Jonah chapter 3, amen. Jonah chapter 4. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry. And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before into Tarshish, for I knew that thou art a gracious God, and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repentest thee of evil. Therefore now, O Lord, take, I beseech thee, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Then <laughs> said the Lord, doest thou well to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city, and there made him a booth and sat under it in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a gourd and made it to come up over Jonah, that it might be a shadow over his head to deliver him from his grief. 
So Jonah was exceeding glad of the gourd. But God prepared a worm when the morning rose the next day, and it smote the gourd that it withered. And it came to pass when the sun did arise that God prepared a vehement east wind. The sun beat upon the head of Jonah that he fainted and wished himself to die and said, It is better for me to die than to live. And God said to Jonah, Doest thou well to be angry for the gourd? And he said, I do well <laughs> to be angry even unto death. Then said the Lord, Thou hast had pity on the gourd, for the which thou hast not labored, neither madest it grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. And should not I spare Nineveh, that great city, wherein are more than six score thousand persons that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand, and also much cattle. Jonah chapter 4, amen. The book of Jonah, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for the second segment for October 30th, Friday, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the third segment for Friday, October 30th, Numbers chapter 8, Second Samuel nine, Second Chronicles nine. <laughs> Numbers chapter eight. The Lord speak unto Moses, say, speaking to Aaron, saying to him, When thou lightest the lamps, the seven lamps shall give light over against the candlestick. And Aaron did so. He lighted the lamps thereof over there against the candlestick, as the Lord commanded Moses. And this work of the candlestick was of beaten gold, unto the shaft thereof, unto the flowers thereof, was beaten work, according unto the pattern which the Lord had showed Moses. So he made the candlestick. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the Levites from among the children of Israel, and cleanse them. And thus shalt thou do unto them, to cleanse them. Sprinkle water of purifying upon them let them shave all their flesh, and let them wash their clothes, and so make themselves clean. And thus shalt thou do unto them, to cleanse them, sprinkle water of purifying upon them, and let them shave all their flesh, and let them wash their clothes, and so make themselves clean. Then let them take a young bullock with his meat offering, even fine flour mingled with oil. And another young bullock shalt thou take for a sin offering. And thou shalt bring the Levites before the tabernacle of the congregation. And thou shalt gather the whole assembly of the children of Israel together. And thou shalt bring the Levites before the Lord. And the children of Israel shall put their hands upon the Levites. And Aaron shall offer the Levites before the Lord in front offering of the children of Israel, that they may execute the service of the Lord. And the Levites shall lay their hands upon the heads of the bullock. Now shall offer the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering unto the Lord, to make an atonement for the Levites. And thou shalt set the Levites before Aaron, and before his sons, and offer them for an offering unto the Lord. Thus shalt thou separate the Levites from among the children of Israel. The Levites shall be mine. And after that shall the Levites go in to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. And thou shalt cleanse them, and offer them for an offering. For they are wholly given unto me from among the children of Israel, instead of such as open up every womb, even instead of the firstborn of all the children of Israel, have I taken them unto me. For all the firstborn of the children of Israel are mine, both man and beast, on the day that I smote every firstborn in the land of Egypt. I sanctify them for myself. And I have taken the Levites for all the firstborn of the children of Israel. And I have given the Levites as a gift to Aaron and to his sons from among the children of Israel to do the service of the children of Israel in the tabernacle of the congregation and to make an atonement for the children of Israel. And there be no plague among the children of Israel when the children of Israel come nigh into the sanctuary. And Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel did to the Levites according unto all that the Lord had commanded Moses concerning the Levites. So did the children of Israel unto them. 
and the Levites were purified, and they washed their clothes. And Aaron offered them as an offering before the Lord, and Aaron made an atonement for them to cleanse them. And after that went the Levites to do their service in the tabernacle of the congregation before Aaron, and before his sons, as the Lord had commanded Moses concerning the Levites. So did they unto them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, this is it that belongeth unto the Levites, from twenty and five years old and upward. They shall go in to wait upon the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. And from the age of fifty years they shall cease waiting upon the service thereof, and shall serve no more. But shall minister with their brethren in the tabernacle of the congregation, to keep the charge, and shall do no service. Thus shalt thou do unto the Levites, touching their charge. Numbers chapter 8, Amen. Second Samuel chapter 9. And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, is there not yet any of the house of Saul, that I may show the kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son which is lame on his feet. The king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Maker, the son of Amiel and Lodabar. Then king David sent, and fetched him out of the house of Maker, the son of Amiel, from Lodabar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake. And will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. And he bowed himself and said, What is thy servant, that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertain to Saul and to all his house. Thou therefore and thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him, and thou shalt bring in the fruits, that thy master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, shall eat bread always at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. And then said Ziba unto the king, According to all that my lord the king hath commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, He shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah, and all that dwelt in the house of Ziba were servants unto Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame on both his feet. Second Samuel chapter 9, amen. Second Chronicles chapter 9. <laughs> And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she came to prove Solomon with hard questions at Jerusalem, with a very great company, and camels that bear spices, and gold in abundance, and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions, and there was nothing hid from Solomon which he told her not. And when the queen of Sheba had seen the wisdom of Solomon, and the house that he had built, and the meat of his table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendance of his ministers, and their apparel, his cupbearers also, and their apparel, and his ascent by which he went up into the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. And she said to the king, It was a true report which I heard in my own land of thy acts and of thy wisdom. How be it? I believed not their words until I came, and my eyes had seen it. And behold, 
though one half of the greatness of thy wisdom was not told me, for thou exceedest the fame that I heard. Happy are thy men, and happy are these thy servants, which stand continually before thee, and hear thy wisdom. Blessed be the Lord thy God, which delighteth in thee to set thee on his throne, to be king over the Lord thy God, because thy God loved Israel to establish them forever. Therefore made he thee king over them, to do judgment and justice. And she gave the king a hundred and twenty talents of gold, and of spices great abundance, and precious stones. Neither was there any such spice as the queen of Sheba gave King Solomon. And the servants also were Hiram, and the servants of Solomon, which brought gold from Ophir, brought algum trees and precious stones. And the king made of the algum trees terraces to the house of the Lord, and to the king's palace, and harps and psalteries for singers. And there were none such seen before in the land of Judah. And King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all her desire, whatsoever she asked, beside that which she had brought unto the king. So she turned and went away to her own land, she and her servants." Now the weight of gold that came to Solomon in one year was six hundred and three score and six talents of gold. Beside that which chapmen and merchants brought, and all the kings of Arabia and governors of the country brought gold and silver to Solomon. And King Solomon made two hundred targets of beaten gold, six hundred shekels of beaten gold went to one target, and three hundred shields made he of beaten gold, three hundred shekels of gold went to one shield, and the king put them in the house of the force of Lebanon. <laughs> Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with pure gold. And there were six steps to the throne with the footstool of gold, which were fastened to the throne and stays on each side of the sitting place and two lions standing by the stays. And twelve lions stood there on the one side and the other upon the six steps. There was not the like made in any kingdom and all the drinking vessels of King Solomon were of gold and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were pure gold. None were of silver. It was not anything a counter of it in the days of Solomon for the king's ships went to Tarshish with the servants of Huram. Every three years once came the ships of Tarshish bringing gold and silver, ivory and apes and peacocks. And King Solomon passed all the kings of the earth in riches and wisdom. And all the kings of the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom that God had put in his heart. And they brought every man his present, vessels of silver and vessels of gold and raiment, harness and spices, horses and mules, a rate year by year. And Solomon had 4,000 stalls for horses and chariots and 12,000 horsemen, whom he bestowed in the chariot cities and with the king at Jerusalem. And he reigned over all the kings from the river, even into the land of the Philistines and to the border of Egypt. And the king made silver in Jerusalem as stones and cedar trees made he as the sycamore trees that are in the low plains in abundance. And they brought unto Solomon horses out of Egypt and out of all lands. Now the rest of the acts of Solomon, first and last, are they not written in the book of Nathan the prophet and in the prophecy of Ahijah and she the Shilonite and in the visions of Edo, the seer against Jeroboam, the son of Debat. And Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years. And Solomon slept with his fathers and he was buried in the city of David his father and Rehoboam his son reign in his death. Second Chronicles chapter 9 through the Bible and Holy Spirit order the third segment for Friday October 30th. Amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order the fourth segment for Friday October 30th Psalm 144 Jeremiah 50 Hosea 5 Psalm 144 Blessed be the Lord my strength which teaches my hands of war, my fingers of fire, my goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I trust, who so doeth my people under me. Lord, why is man 
that thou knowledge takest knowledge of him, or the son of man, that thou makest account of him. Man is like the vanity, his days are as a shadow that passes away. Bow the heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth lightning, and scatter them. Shoot out thy arrows, and destroy them. Send thy hand from above. Red me, and deliver me out of great waters. From the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity. The right hand is the right hand of falsehood. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God. Upon a psaltery and an instrument, ten strings, will I sing praises unto thee. It is he that giveth salvation unto kings, who delivereth David his servant from the hurtful sword. Rid me, and deliver me from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is the right hand of falsehood. That our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth, that our daughters may be as cornerstones, polished at the similitude of a palace, that our garners may be full, afford in all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our streets, that our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no breaking in, nor going out, that there be no complaining in our streets. Happy is that people that is in such a case, Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Psalm 144, amen. Jeremiah chapter 50. The word that the Lord spake against Babylon and against the land of the Chaldeans by Jeremiah the prophet. Declare ye among the nations, and publish, and set up a standard. Publish, and conceal not. Say, Babylon is taken, Bell is confounded, Merodach is broken in pieces. Her idols are confounded, her images are broken in pieces. For out of the north there cometh up a nation against her, which shall make her land desolate. None shall dwell therein, they shall remove, they shall depart, both man and beasts. In those days and in that time, saith the Lord, the children of Israel shall come. They and the children of Judah together, going and weeping, they shall go and seek the Lord their God. They shall ask the way to Zion with their faces to their word, saying, Come and let us join ourselves to the Lord in a perpetual covenant that shall not be forgotten. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. All that found them had devoured them. And the adversary said, We offend not, because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, even the Lord, the hope of their fathers. Remove out of the midst of Babylon, and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans, and be as... The he goes before the flocks. For lo, I will raise and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north country. And they shall set themselves in array against her. From thence she shall be taken. Their arrows shall be as of a mighty expert man. None shall return in vain. And Chaldea shall be a spoil. All that spoil her shall be satisfied, saith the Lord. Because you were glad, because you rejoiced, O oh, you destroyer of my heritage, because you are grown fat as the heifer at grass, and bellow as bulls, your mother shall be sore confounded. She that bear you shall be ashamed. Behold, the hindermost of the nations shall be a wilderness, a dry land, and a desert. Because of the wrath of the Lord it shall not be inhabited, but it shall be wholly desolate. Everyone that goeth by Babylon shall be astonished and hiss at all her plagues. Put yourselves in array against Babylon, round about, all ye that bend the bow, shoot at her, spare no arrows, for she has sinned against the Lord. Shout against her round about, she has given her hand, her foundations are fallen, her walls are thrown down, for it is the vengeance of the Lord. Take vengeance upon her, as ye had done, do unto her. Cut off the sower from Babylon, 
and him that handleth the sickle in the time of harvest. For fear of the oppressing sword, they shall turn every one to his people, and they shall flee every one to his own land. Israel is a scattered sheep. The lions have driven him away. First the king of Assyria hath devoured him, and last this Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, hath broken his bones. Therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will punish the king of Babylon and his land, as I have punished the king of Assyria, and I will bring Israel again to his habitation. And he shall feed on Carmel and Bashan, and his soul shall be satisfied upon Mount Ephraim and Gilead. In those days and in that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none. And the sins of Judah, and they shall not be found, for I will pardon them who I reserve. Go up against the land of Marathim, even against it, and against the inhabitants of Pekod, waste, and utterly destroy unto them, saith the Lord, and do according to all that I have commanded thee. A sound of battles in the land, and a great destruction. How is the hammer of the whole earth cut asunder and broken? How has Babylon become a desolation among the nations? I have laid a snare for thee, and thou art also taken, O Babylon. Thou wast not aware, thou art found, and also caught, because thou hast striven against the Lord. The Lord has opened his armory <laughs> and have brought forth the weapons of his indignation. For this is the work of the Lord God of hosts in the land of the Chaldeans. Come against her from the utmost border. Open her storehouses. Cast her up as heaps and destroy her utterly. Let nothing of her be left. Slay all her bullocks. Let them go down to the slaughter. Woe unto them, for their day is come, the time of their visitation. The voice of them that flee and escape out of the land of Babylon, to declare in Zion, the vengeance of the Lord our God, the vengeance of his temple. Call together the archers against Babylon, all ye that bend the bow. Camp against it round about, let none thereof escape. Recompense her according to her work, according to all that she had done, do unto her. For she had been proud against the Lord, against the Holy One of Israel. Therefore shall her young men fall in the streets, and all her men of war shall be cut off in that day, saith the Lord. Behold, I am against thee, O thou most proud, saith the Lord of God of hosts. For thy day is come, the time that I will visit thee. And the most proud shall stumble and fall, and none shall raise him up. And I will kindle a fire in the ascendies, and it shall devour all round about him. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the children of Israel and the children of Judah were oppressed together, and all that took them captives held them fast. They refused to let them go. Their Redeemer is strong. The Lord of hosts is his name. He shall thoroughly plead their cause, that he may give rest to the land and disquiet the inhabitants of Babylon. A sword is upon the Chaldeans, saith the Lord, and upon the inhabitants of Babylon, and upon her princes, and upon her wise men. A sword is upon the liars, and they shall dote. A sword is upon her mighty men, and they shall be dismayed. A sword is upon their horses, and upon their chariots, and upon all the mingled people that are in the midst of her. And they shall become as women. A sword is upon her treasures, and they shall be robbed. A draught is upon her waters, and they shall be dried up. For it is the land, the grave, and images, and they are mad upon their idols. Therefore the wild beasts of the desert with the wild beasts of the island shall dwell there. And thou shalt dwell therein, and it shall be no more inhabited forever. Neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation. As God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah, and the neighbor cities thereof, saith the Lord, so shall no man abide there, neither shall any son of man dwell therein. 
Behold, the people shall come forth from the north, and a great nation, and many kings that shall be raised up from the coast of the earth. They shall hold the bow and the lance. They are cruel and will not show mercy. Their voice shall roar like the sea, and they shall ride up on horses. Every one put an array like a man to the battle against thee, O daughter of Babylon. The king of Babylon hath heard the report of them, and his hands waxed feeble. Anguish took hold of him, and pangs as of a woman in travail. Behold, he shall come up like a lion from the swelling of Jordan unto the habitation of the strong. But I will make them suddenly run away from her. And who is a chosen man that I may appoint over her? For who is like me? And who will appoint me the time? And who is that shepherd that will stand before me? Therefore hear ye the counsel of the Lord, that he hath taken against Babylon, and his purposes, that he hath purposed against the land of the Chaldeans. Surely the least of the flock shall draw them out. Surely he shall make their habitation desolate with them. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved, and the cry is heard among the nations. Jeremiah chapter 50. Amen. Hosea chapter 5. Hear ye this, O priests, and hearken, ye house of Israel, and give ye ear, O house of the king, for judgment is toward you, because ye have been a snare on Mizpah, and a net spread upon Tabor. And the revolters are profound to make slaughter, though I have been a rebuker of them all. I know Ephraim, and Israel's not hid from me. For now, O Ephraim, thou committest whoredom, and Israel is defiled. They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God. For the spirit of whoredoms is in the midst of them, and they have not known the Lord. And the pride of Israel doth testify to his face. Therefore shall Israel and Ephraim fall in their iniquity. Judah also shall fall with them. They shall go with their flocks and with their herds to seek the Lord, but they shall not find him. He hath withdrawn himself from them. They had dealt treacherously against the Lord, for they had begotten strange children. Now shall a month devour them with their portions. Blow ye the cornet in Gibeah, and the trumpet in Ramah. Cry aloud at Bethaven after thee. O Benjamin, Ephraim shall be a desolate in the day of rebuke among the tribes of Israel. Have I made known that which shall surely be? The princes of Judah were like them that removed the bound. Therefore I will pour out my wrap upon them like water. Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment because he willingly walked after the commandment. Therefore will I be unto Ephraim as a moth and to the house of Judah as rottenness. When Ephraim saw his sickness, and Judah saw his wound, then went Ephraim to the Assyrian, and sent to King Jerob. Yet could he not heal you, nor cure you of your wound. For I will be unto Ephraim as a lion, and as a young lion to the house of Judah. I, even I, will tear and go away. I will take away, and none shall rescue him. I will go and return to my place, till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me early. Hosea chapter 5, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the fourth segment for October 30th, Friday 8. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the fifth and final segment for Friday, October 30th, Luke chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, Hebrews chapter 1, Revelations chapter 4, Luke chapter 12. In the meantime, when they were gathered together an innumerable amount of people, and so much that they trode one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, first of all, Beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light. That which ye have spoken in the ear and clauses shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. 
And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. For I will forewarn you whom you shall fear. Fear him which after he have killed hath the power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Also I say unto you, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But in him that blasphemeth he against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven. And when they bring you into the synagogues, and unto magistrates and powers, take you no thought how or what thing you shall answer, or what you shall say. For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. And one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother, that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto him, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consists not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. And he spake a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thy ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is it he that layeth up treasure for himself, and is not rich toward God. And he said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for you life, what ye shall eat, neither for the body, what ye shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn. And God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? And which of you, with taking thought, can add to his stature one cubit? And if ye then be not able to do the thing that which is least, why take ye thought for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not. And yet I say unto you, that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothed the grass, which is today in the field, and tomorrow's cast in the oven, how much more will he clothe you? O ye of little faith! And seek not ye that ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all things, too, the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell that you have, and give alms. Provide yourselves bags which wax not old, a treasure in the heaven that faileth not, where no thief approaches, neither moth corrupteth. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Let your loans be girded about, and your lights burning, and ye yourselves like unto men that wait for their Lord, when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open up to him immediately. Blessed are those servants, whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you, that he shall gird himself, and make them to sit down to meet, and will come forth and serve them.
and he shall come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them so. Blessed are those servants, and this know, that if the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have suffered the house to be broken through. Be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when he thinketh not. Then Peter said unto him, Lord, speakest thou this parable unto us, or even to all? And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his Lord shall make rule over his household, to give them their portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Of a truth I say unto you, that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. But, and if that servant say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens, and eat and drink, and to be drunken. The Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, and an hour when he is not aware. And will call him in thunder, and will appoint him in portion, his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask them out. I am come to send fire on the earth, and what will I if it be already kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how am I straightened till it be accomplished? Suppose ye that I come to give peace on earth. I tell you, nay, but rather division. For from henceforth there shall be five and one house divided, three against two and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son and the son against the father, the mother against the daughter, the daughter against the mother, the mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. And he said also to the people, When you see a cloud rise out of the west, straightway you say, There cometh a shower, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say, There will be heat, and it cometh to pass. Ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky and of the earth. But how is it that ye do not discern this time? Yea, and why even of yourselves judge ye not what is right? When thou goest with thy adversary to the magistrate, as thou art in the way, give diligence that thou mayest be delivered from him. Lest he hail thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and the officer cast thee into prison. I tell thee, thou shalt not depart thence till thou hast paid the very last might. Luke chapter 12. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 9. Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are not ye my work in the Lord? If I be not an apostle unto others, yet doubtless I am to you. For the seal of my apostleship are ye in the Lord. My answer to them that do examine me is this. Have we not power to eat and to drink? Have we not power to lead about a sister, a wife, as well as other apostles, and as the brethren of the Lord and Cephas? For I only and Barnabas have not we power to forbear working, who goeth to warfare any time in his own charges, who planteth a vineyard and eateth not of the fruit thereof? Or who? Feedeth the flock, and eateth not of the milk of the flock. Say I these things as a man, or sayeth not the law the same also? For it is written in the law of Moses, Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treadeth out the corn. Doth God take care for oxen? Or saith he altogether for our sakes? For our sakes, no doubt, this is written, That he that plows shall plow in hope. And that he that threshes in hope shall be partaker of his hope. 
if we have sown unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing that we shall reap your carnal things? If others be partakers of this power over you, or not we rather? Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but suffer all things, lest we should hinder the gospel of Christ. Do ye not know that they which minister about holy things live in the things of the temple? And they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar. Even so hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. But I have used none of these things, neither have I written these things, that it should be so done unto me, for it were better for me to die than that any man should make my glory in void. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. What is my reward then? Verily that, when I preach the gospel... I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might again, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. Know ye not? And they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so fight I, not as one that beareth the air, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. First Corinthians chapter 9, Amen. Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1, God, at sundry times and in divers manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person, have a holding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged her sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again when he bringeth in the first begotten, into the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son, he saith, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest, and they shall wax old as doth the garment. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall now fail. But the witch of the angels said he at any time, 
Sit on my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Hebrews chapter 1, Amen. Revelations chapter 4. After this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were a, a, a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was a look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne, and sat like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold, and out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne were was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne, were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf. And the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne, and worship him that liveth forever and ever, and cast the crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Revelations chapter 4, Amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit, order for Friday, July 30th. Amen.